trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. If you don't, I don't care, I'll pull down your underwear. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is a New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is the Uncanny Eli. There we go. And like I said, we are back with another week, and it's sort of kind of been another slow week, but it seems like the calm before the storm because, Eli, after this week, yeah, that's it. We're, we're, we're up and running. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, well, it's been a it's been a – I've been going all week, man. This is, this is a horror season for me, so I've been nonstop nerding out on all kinds of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, and, and like I said, because I know uh, you, you're my horror guy, and I know on Geek Sav, you guys like go into great detail on, on on horror, on pretty much everything, horror shows, TV shows, and we're going to get to that in a second. Personally, horror is kind of my area of opportunity. Uh, <laughs> for, for people that don't know what that word means, when your boss says area of opportunity, you need to be very alarmed, because if you get nothing else from this podcast, understand what area of opportunity means. Your boss is trying to tell you, you suck at your job, get your shit together, or your ass is fired. <laughs> so, so that's your public service announcement for today. So, yeah, but before we get into like the actual main podcast, with Eli, we gotta pay our respects. Do we? Do we, we really? Our, yeah, we got to. We we have to. Uh, I didn't put on the list, but we'll go ahead and say this. Uh, I have to say, rest in peace to. Robert Guillaume, did I say that right? Oh, Guillaume, that's right. I forgot. That's right. Earlier this week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I said it right. I, yeah, I, I Guillaume. It, up. it was like French, right? Guillaume, I believe. How you Guillaume, I think. Guillaume. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really sure about it, but I might be screwing it up. But, but yeah, I want to say rest in peace. Uh, he, he's played Benson. He's played. Uh, he's on Soap. That's, I think that's where Benson came from. It was a, a spinoff of Soap. Oh, so Benson was a spinoff of Soap. Gotcha. Yeah. And then. Um, was I trying to figure out how they were because I thought Soap was like a. Like a comedy type, spoof type deal. That's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, it was like a satire of soap operas. Where Benson was kind of, even though it was a comedy, also it was kind of played, yeah. you know, straight, you know. Yeah. And so that was kind of weird uh, from that one. Oh, he was, was also the Brian King, Lion King. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. See, I'm like starting to remember all the shit that he did, but I also remember him from uh, 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 Lean on Me. <laughs> I remember Lee, he he made the most he made the best line in Lean on Me. <laughs> he did have the best line. I'm not gonna say it, but he had the best line in Lean on Me. Just go watch Lean on Me, you'll you'll get it from there. Wasn't he in uh? Wasn't he? Hey, wasn't he in Meteor Man? <laughs> Who wasn't in Meteor Man? Everybody was in Meteor Man. <laughs> that was like that was like the Black Panther of the nineties. That's all we had. We had no we had nothing else but Meteor Man. That and Blank Man. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, so I want to say rest in peace. Uh, honestly, I, I I hate to sound insensitive, but I didn't know he was still alive. Oh, I, 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 it's, it's messed up, but I 
I, maybe I got it mixed up with another actor or something like that, but I didn't even know he was the last one. When I found he was dead, I was kind of shocked. Yeah, and I, and I didn't know he was so old. He was like in his 80s. I'm like, holy shit. Well, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, if he was like a grown man in Benson back in the early 80s. I suppose. You know, he had to be middle-aged then. Yeah, I didn't think he was that old. I, I was yeah. young, so I didn't know. So he looked old then. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But if I watch again, he might have been like in his 20s or something like that. But, you know, back then, even that looked old, you know. Yeah, but he didn't have like white hair or any of that shit back then. <laughs> Yeah, he went like yeah. Steve Martin doing and shit like that. Yeah. You know? yeah so, uh, speaking of another, one, one more, and I'm gonna move on from there. Uh, Legend Fast Domino died. Oh, really? So, he was still. I didn't. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I thought I did. I thought Fast Domino had died a long time ago too. Yeah. Did he? Did he so, did the twist? No, that was Chubby Check. That was Chubby oh, Check. Yeah. What did Fast Domino? Is he Blueberry Hill? I think it was somebody else. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Well, much respect to this guy. Much respect. He did something major. Don't he sang, he sang a song we probably all heard before. That somebody think. else thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. But now, like I said, we can move on past that. And this is the week uh, right before Halloween. Of course, you know, Halloween is a big deal for a lot of people. Some say it's just a manufactured uh, holiday by the candy company to get their candies out. You know, if you believe in conspiracy theories and like that, but hey, it is what it is. You know, kids are getting dressed up, going out for Halloween and stuff like that. Yeah, this uh, is my this is my Christmas. I love this time of year. I love the autumn. <laughs> I love the fall. I love the trees turning. I mean, I live in like foresty. I don't know where everybody else lives, but what where I'm at, the trees turn. You know, all the cool, you know, brown and red and colored. You know, all the leaves turn and shit like that. It's really pretty. Of course, it but, sucks. I'm a, you know, I am in Minnesota. And we are known for our harsh winters. It fucking snowed the other day, which pissed me off. Wow, me. really? Yeah. You know, it's, so. it's like it's like 50 <laughs> degrees outside right now. I'm freezing my ass off. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm in Mississippi, so we can't handle this. You know? Oh, yeah. I suppose. What do you guys got? Do you guys got leaves down there? Or is it all like weeping willows and palm trees? Uh, we we st- we, yeah we got leaves down here right now but they're starting to fall down right now you can you can kind of see them you know oh, okay so yeah it, it gets pretty rough around here but whenever it's like really really cold like it does in Minnesota we we shut down we can't oh, handle if that's we right. see yeah drop yeah. snow hit the ground <laughs> everything shuts down is that yeah isn't that like when, when you guys abandon your cars on the freeway and shit <laughs> that's not even no, that happens yes I, I heard <laughs> <laughs> that shit happens. So. Oh. oh yeah, like we go past that, but that, that's like you like how you like Halloween because of the horror and the fall and shit. Even though I hate the cold weather like that, here's why I like Halloween because it gives girls an excuse to dress up in slutty ass cosplay costumes. There you go. Yes. There we go. Because honestly, I I think Halloween is the only legit reason to cosplay. That's me. I know it's other people that do this shit year round, go to Comic Cons, do whatever. You look weird. I'm sorry. It is what it is. <laughs> I think Halloween is the only reason to justify you dressing up as whatever the fuck you want to dress up as and just go. Damn, that's a bold statement, man. You know what? If you're a cosplayer and you hear this, you have a problem with what I say, get in contact with one of us. Message us. Send us a message. Send us a message, yeah. (laughs) Private one, not public. You don't have to say fuck you and stuff like that, you know, publicly. Or you can, and we'll just Or you can. People people have done it before. Like everybody else does. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the thing about the, the slutty cosplay thing that's going on. Like I saw, cause the, the picture already coming in. You know, it's basically just girls are doing thirst traps and shit. Like, for instance, I saw a girl post a picture of, uh, maybe this morning. 
and she had like a really short skirt, short white skirt, cleavage all busting out everywhere. You know, she had like a little clown hat, and she had a red balloon. <laughs> and that was that was it. She's the that, it clown. She's like, the well, it how the fuck are you the it clown? <laughs> no clown makeup, no nothing. She was just like that was it. Yeah. I'm like you're not even trying, man. Come on, at least try. Yeah. Yeah, they got all those. Yeah, they get the sexy Jason or the sexy Freddy or whatever, and it's just yeah, it's like, just like a little whore outfit with a with, with the mask, you know, with the hat, right, the Freddy the hat, mask, you know, and then the glove, you know, all glittered and shit. <laughs> like, how you gonna kill me? and I got a boner. Like, I don't. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's the thing about that. So, uh, and the the thing that trips me out is about the the gender swap cosplay. You know, like uh. I don't know. Like you, I want to dress up as Aquaman, but in a female version. I'm like, oh. why don't you just dress up as Mira? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, why yeah. don't you just do that? You know, why, why oh. complicate shit? You know, you know, you know I, okay, story time. Okay. Like third grade or second grade. You remember Clash of the Titans, the movie Clash of the Titans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Back, old stop motion movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the 80s, the original one, not the Sam Worthington one, all CGI'd the shit. The one that. Ray Harryhausen did back in the 80s. One right. of his, I think it might have been his last movie he did. Um, anyways, I loved it. I thought that was the coolest shit. I had all the toys and shit for my birthday. I got the Kraken monster, you know, Release thing. the Kraken. Yeah, I mean, I loved that. I had the lunchbox. I loved the Clash of Titans movie. And I loved Medusa. I thought Medusa was the coolest fucking thing. And when I found out that they had a, you know, those old, uh, those Ben Cooper uh, Halloween costumes, remember with the with the with the plastic mask, with the rubber band you put on your face, and it had the plastic suit, nylon suit that you would get in. Remember those costumes? You know, yeah. yeah. I got, I found that, and it was a it was a Medusa one. I wanted to be Medusa, so my mom got me the Medusa costume, and I was Medusa for Halloween that year. Little did I know that it was meant to be a girl's costume. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I but I didn't give a shit. I remember putting it on. Like, I remember at in, in school you would have the Halloween parties and shit, and we all get in our costumes and get candy at the end of the day. I did that. I put on my my my, my Medusa outfit, and it was basically a dress. <laughs> <laughs> and I came and I came out, and I'm like, oh, and I but you know I didn't give a shit. So yeah, I was I I, I cross dressed in third grade. Now here's the thing, because they, this this isn't 2017 when you're saying this, uh, yeah. so this people is the, weren't yeah. as open minded now as they are now. Like you see a little boy dressing up as Wonder Woman nowadays, you're just like, okay, yeah, whatever, that. yeah, that's that, okay. That was a big deal that back then, but I didn't, right. I, 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 didn't I didn't make <laughs> I didn't make that connection. I'm like I yeah I I guess Medusa was a female, but I, you know I didn't really care. You know she was you know I, you know it wasn't like anybody I mean, was. It's kind of hard to tell unless you. Unless you like, you know, look at the backstory like that, but watching yeah. that movie, it is kind of hard to tell. Yeah, I mean, she was just a cool ass monster, you know. Yeah. Sure, she was female, but I just thought, oh, that's a badass monster, and I just wanted to dress up as a badass monster, and that's what I did. So. <laughs> well, if you play God of War now, now you know she's a woman because she's like. Oh yeah. Butt ass naked, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, and in the in the, the remake, yeah, her tits are right. totally <laughs> evident there. Yeah, no mistake in that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking yeah. of, like I said, uh, we had <laughs> Eli telling a uh, uh, awesome story of him cross dressing back when he was third grade. Before it was but fashionable. That was the last time, that's another story for another yeah. day. You know. <laughs> but we 
also want to talk something very briefly also about the do's and don'ts of, like I said, we talked about gender swapping, about race swapping cosplay. Mm -hmm. Now, Eli has uh, went into great detail about this on Geeks Ave, you know, about Native American cosplay and stuff like that. And I just want to give my perspective also about, you know, dressing up as maybe like a black character. Like you, you, you're a white comic fan. You want to dress up as a black suit. You want to dress up as Black Panther. You want to dress up as Luke Cage. You want to dress up as whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay. Personally, on my perspective, that's fine, but there are do's and don'ts to doing it. Like this. You want to dress up as Black Panther. That's okay. You're just Luke Cage. That's okay. But do not, I repeat, do not paint your face black. Do not do that. Please don't. Please don't be an idiot. Please don't be a dumbass. Yeah, especially if you're Black Panther, because he's got a mask. So you don't have to. Like, if you're painting your face black and putting on the mask, come on, son. (laughs) Right. I would honestly, I would even advise against an afro. (laughs) Don't do it. Just don't. And if you if you're going out with one of your white friends and you're going out to a party and you see your white friend dressing up as this, please tell him to go back in the house and change or do something. Don't just let him just go out there. Come on, let's 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 have common sense in 2017, because I'm tired of seeing this every single year about some stupid shit about somebody posting up his blade. and They're all blackface, stuff like that. And uh, I'm, I'm tired of seeing it. But if you want to dress up as Blade and you're white, as long as you're white too, be Blade. It's yeah. okay. I had no problem with that. That's fine with that. Uh, because like I said, you got black kids dressing up as, you know, uh, uh, Superman and Batman and all this stuff like that. And it's not a big Because, I mean, we really have no choice. I mean, we don't want to be fucking Falcon. You know? <laughs> yeah, want to be cool. That is true. That is right. true. <laughs> Shit, I would have been Black Panther last year if my big ass head would have fit in that mask. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, I, if I was to go as a – I didn't go to Halloween parties, but I can't I can't go as Black Panther because every fucking body is going to be Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. So I, you got to think outside the box, man. You know, you got to think outside yeah. the box. So. Yeah, I could – yeah, yeah. I got to, like, be Fat Jon Snow or something. Because, yeah, I, I want to be like all these superheroes, but, you know, I'm a little – you know, I got, I got some girth to me. I'm a little round in the belly, so I look stupid in a Batman outfit. I'll be fat. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't there an issue? I'm pretty sure there's an issue in a thousand Batman comics where he gained weight or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, but no one, yeah, I don't, yeah. Because, yeah, there's been times where, like, yeah, I, I could dress up with them, yeah, but I look stupid. First of all, I'm only 5'8", you know? <laughs> I'm short. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, just stick you... to, yeah, stick to a, a werewolf costume. Cause even stick like yeah 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 stick to, stick to Medusa <laughs> yeah oh that, is that's uh, honestly if I was to cross I mean not cross just <laughs> if, <laughs> if I was to to go as a Halloween costume I don't know I probably would go with Cyborg not because he's cool or anything like that but if you could pull off that costume it would look pretty cool you know yeah. I think you know well especially you know, nowadays they got those those foam you know cushiony bodysuits you can put on. I mean, they, Yeah, so you could pull it off, you know, yeah. relatively cheap. Because I think that's one reason people dress up with Black Panther because it's easy to do. You know, it's easy yeah. to pull off, you know. Yeah. But if you pull off Cyborg right, you could pull off a costume and, you know, wear it. Like that. <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah. Uh, what else I want to say? Oh, another thing I want to leave, leave about the costume. I'm so glad the women are going to be sheep this year and I'll dress up as Wonder Woman. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Because we all know what happened last year. Everybody wins Harley, Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. 
and yeah, my, I guess, my, yeah, my kid, I bought her a Wonder Woman uh, costume. So that's fine. I'm I'm fine with women being Wonder Woman. That's cool. That's yeah. progressive. That's okay. I like that. Harley Quinn, you run around like a little thought. I'm like, I don't like that trend, you know. So I'm glad we move on past that. So, uh, we done with the Halloween? Well, well we, we can be. We can be if you want. I mean, we're gonna <laughs> sprinkle some more Halloween for the rest of the podcast. This is this is our spooky episode. What, what yeah. are the Simpsons called their their shit? Uh, the, the, the tree, tree house, house of horror, horror or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is our tree house of horror so we're going to yeah. sprinkle it all the way through man. so we'll come <laughs> back to it but moving on like i said we're going to get to like the tradition of the podcast we always get to we also get to the the box office numbers and the box office numbers are kind of boring this week but they're actually a little bit misleading and i'll get to that in a little bit why they're misleading so what we have right now is that we have uh number one in the box office we have jigsaw they oh, keep yeah. making this fucking Saw movies, man. I'm yeah. Like, why? And I'm and I'm a horror fan, and I haven't even seen them all. Um, I, but <laughs> the, the thing is, they're not really horror movies. They're just torture porn. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. they're not even scary at all. It's just like if you just like gore and just shit blowing up. Yeah. Uh, just and, body parts getting chopped off. Which because there's no scary shit to it. Yeah, and I love I do love gore, but it just they get just so redundant. I mean, to me, they're like the Final Destination movies. I mean, I I haven't seen all of them either. Um, right. And it's the same with the Final Destination movie just came to be about, okay, <laughs> how are they going to top the next kill they did from the last Yeah, movie? you know what? I, I miss Eric right now because Eric loves these movies. <laughs> really? Wow. He, he loves these. I don't know. We should have had him on, man. <laughs> I, I've never heard him talk about these movies. Oh, I, he was posted. I saw him post about it the other night. We saw it. He ranked them all. He ranked <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> so he's mad deep into the saw, man. He, he loves that shit. Why? You know what? You know the, the Saw movies are so stupid because they killed the main bad guy in the third movie. I thought he was. Oh, that's right, the first one. You know what? Okay, story time. I, <laughs> I saw the first Saw movie, and my buddy Anthony, the guy who I do geek sabs with, he yep. had already seen it. So he's, he was talking to me how badass it was. I'm like, okay. So I went and saw it. Within the first five minutes, I figured it out. I was like, that's him on the floor. He's that's the killer on the floor, right? And he just like looked at me like, what the fuck? And I knew yeah. I was right, and I, yeah, I, I was right. I fi- I had this figured out in the first five minutes of the movie. So, yeah, I was never that impressed with the Saw movies. <laughs> oh shit! The first one was awesome to me, and I didn't I didn't realize the guy on the floor was the, was the guy. I did. Yeah. So when he got up, I think I was in a theater when I saw it. I think every or I, I wasn't in theater. I was in a room full of people, mm-hmm. and everybody freaked the fuck out when he got up in the <laughs> when he got up off the floor and then left. So yeah. It was really I mean, I do that a lot. I did that with Science of the Lambs, too. I, I like, saw it in the theater and, like, oh, yeah, he's wearing the guy's face, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and my sister looked at me like, what the fuck? Like, hey, I, <laughs> Just pulled it what, you never seen Texas Chainsaw? What the- <laughs> <laughs> this is baby shit, man. This is Science of the Lambs for kids. Oh, yeah, but at the same time, I think Saw was the first one was actually a really, really good movie. After that, they just kind of got dumber and dumber at the end of it. But yeah. that first one was, was yeah. Good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the first one would be the best, and there was a couple in there that had a few things to say about, you know, because we were right, we were during, you know, right after nine eleven and the Iraq War was going on and all that shit. So there was some political parallels that some of them were trying to make, but. uh after a while, yeah, it just like I said, they just got repetitive, and I just stopped caring. So I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen them all. You know, like the Transformers movies, I haven't seen them <laughs> all either. 
not missed anything. You've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah. So. yeah. So. Uh, let me see. Next one we got, number two, we got uh, Tyler Perry's Boo, um, Boo 2, A Mud Deer Halloween. Yeah, we can move past that one. Don't care about that one. Uh, uh, three, we have Geostorm still hanging in there. Wow. God. Yeah, it's still hanging in there. Uh, number four is Happy Death's Day. Wow, it dropped down. Because I, I think it was like either number one or two or something like that, like two or three weeks ago, but it dropped down pretty quickly. So, yeah. Yeah. And number five, we have Blade Runner 2049. Wow, that movie. Number five, really? That's yep. still in the top yeah. five? Wow. I don't, did it ever hit number one? It was, wasn't it number one for like a week and then dropped down to three or something? I'm not even sure. I don't think it ever hit number one. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was one one year or one week. I don't I know. It's weird. It's like, wow, that's the best you got. So, okay, number. let's keep going down here. we got number six, Thank You for Your Service. There's a new movie out. I don't know what that is, but I'm pretty sure something. Uh, number seven is Only the Brave. What the hell is that? Was that the firefighter one we were talking about that we think is a true story? I think so. <laughs> I think <laughs> the forest firefighters so. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number eight, we have the foreigner still hanging in there. Oh, uh, the number Chan. nine. Yeah. Number nine is Suburbicon. Oh, that's that new George Clooney movie he directed. Yeah. Matt, what Matt Damon were, you know, the. Last George Clooney that he directed or that he was in? In in. Yeah, what was the last one you've seen? Uh shit. I don't know. I mean I just watched From Dust Till Dawn the other night. He's well, in we that, can't count that. <laughs> that was twenty years ago. Like 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well something he's made recently, I'm That's trying the thing. to like, remember, man. He, his name is always in the spotlight. Wasn't he's he always, in? you know, everybody knows George Clooney's name, but nobody ever actually that, watches his movies. That Disney flick about the, the uh, Nobody saw that. I saw it. It wasn't bad. It turned out to be not that bad. Where, where he was like the, the they were yeah, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, yeah. Yeah, that movie flopped. I yeah. mean, I, I know you saw it. I know you liked it. But, yeah, that movie got shit reviews. That movie flopped. Nobody liked it. Yeah, I, I, like I, yeah it came on TV and I watched it. I was like, wow, this isn't that bad. I mean, you know. Hmm. <laughs> I, I wasn't interested because I saw George Clooney's in it. I was like, okay, I know this is going to be a boring movie. So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And number 10 is It. So. Wow, yeah. wow. I suppose but, it's Halloween. I, mean, it's been, I suppose it's, it's Halloween. It was like out of it, wasn't it? Now it's back in the top ten. No, it was always in the top ten. It was just a little bit higher than that. But I mean, it makes sense. Like I said, it's like the eighth week it's been in there, so yeah. it, it makes sense. It's had a good run. And it's Halloween. I mean, I'm sure people were probably running back to check it out before it goes, you know, gets out of theaters. Right. But I mean, it's been on the top for so long. I'm pretty sure anybody that want to see it has already seen it. So yeah. And I'm pretty sure all the fans that want to see it, I guess they're going to see Jigsaw, I guess. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't understand why those movies keep making so much money. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Or yeah. my dear for that reason. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah, that's the thing. But the funny thing about it, Eli, but like I said, the numbers are misleading. Because, like I said, this is domestic box office. But the number one movie this weekend worldwide was actually Thor Ragnarok. Oh, because it got released overseas already? It got released overseas. So I, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but I think they said it did about, uh, I think, 106 million overseas already. So so, so if we want, we could probably find a bootleg online and watch this shit. Easily, easily yeah. if we want to. What I'm trying to avoid <laughs> is that any 
you know, foreign people that are on my Facebook page. And I'm just hoping that they don't spoil the fuck out this movie. Yeah, that's because they've been known to do that with like every movie or just post like full scenes of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so hoping it didn't happen, but hey, you never know. Uh, but like I said, that's that. But seems like we had some big news to come out also this weekend. I see some some huge huge news that I wasn't expecting, and that is apparently that they have announced the uh casting of Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, yeah, they announced the casting of it. First, I thought it was fake. Did you know you see this stuff all the time? Until the guy they said casted actually posted Instagram himself. They're like, yep, I'm him. I'm like, okay, cool. And apparently the now, casting is Zachary Levi. Yeah, is he actually Billy Batson as a little boy? Well, they said he's <laughs> gonna be Shazam. Okay. <laughs> that's that's what I was worried about. That's why we're like, oh damn, he's gonna be Billy Batson because he looked like he could play Billy Batson. That's what he looked like like an old version. Yeah, of him. yeah, he looks like he's twelve years old. <laughs> right, that's what I was thinking. But no, they're saying he's gonna be Shazam. So they say he's gonna be the guy. Uh, his personal trainer had also posted an Instagram pic saying that yeah, he just spent a four-hour uh session in the gym today. He's getting he's getting ready for the role. I'm like, well, okay, we'll see. Cause uh, I mean, Eli, are you familiar with Zachary Levi? Um, yeah, he was on a TV show I never watched, but he was also in uh. Wasn't he in the, uh, 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 the Thor, the second Thor, Thor movie? Yep. Yeah, he played uh, the other uh, – what the fuck's that guy's name? One of the Warriors. They re- yeah. He replaced the actor. It was a different actor in the first one. Exactly. He replaced the actor. But the funny thing is about it, most people don't even realize that he was replaced. Yeah. Uh-huh. They they don't know it was a different guy in those movies. They just think it was the same guy because they look so much alike. But, yeah, he played Vandral from the Warriors 3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's going to be Vandral in uh, Thor 3 also. Oh, no uh, Ragnarok. So he's in Ragnarok also. Okay. So he's he's double dipping like other people are. He's in doing Marvel and doing DC. And know, then when they when they did they redid Heroes on TV like last year or whatever, he was in I, it. But I didn't watch I, it. I didn't I didn't watch that. I'm I didn't sorry. watch it. I know he was in it. But. He was in it. I think he was like the main guy, something like that. But I can't I can't watch Heroes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Heroes always sucked to me. I never understood the big deal over that show. Well, it was like X Men. It was like. <laughs> I, I watched the first season. I thought the first season was cool, but you know, this this was before this was before you know we had our comic book movies, cool comic book movies. You know, this is right yeah, after they, the first Spider-Man movie and the X-Men movies. And, you know, yeah, they you were know. testing the Warriors, Warriors and, and stuff like that. So I guess I I, I can get with it. But yeah, like I said, Zachary Levi was on Chuck. He played Chuck, the main guy, and Eli. Chuck is one of my favorite shows of all time. Really? I never watched it. Like, of all time. Like, of all like, time. Fuck The Wire, fuck Breaking Bad, give me Chuck. No shit. Yeah. Wow. I, I had it on, it was on Netflix. I had already seen all the shows when it, because it was like one of the first shows, like in my adult life, where I started revolving my schedule around the show. Like, oh, Chuck's on a Monday. Okay, I'm going to sit there and watch that, make sure I watch it, you know. So I watched all the shows when it came on Netflix. I binge watched the entire show again. I'm like, wow, that's pretty awesome. Especially when I got a chance to watch everything off. I was actually pissed when Netflix took the show away. Oh no shit. So yeah. what's it what's it about? Okay. Is he a Chuck, spy or something? It kind of. Basically, Chuck is basically work he basically like a, a, a geek squad member of Best Buy. It's not Best Buy, but it's like a fake version of Best Buy. Okay. 
And what happens is, uh, I'm trying to think what happens. Basically, there's this government secret that the, the CIA and the NSA have been working on this supercomputer called the Intercept that knows every single dirty secret that has ever existed in the history of mankind that they've recorded in there. And somehow, Chuck manages to get the shit in his brain. So he becomes like the living computer that the NSA and the CIA knows. So they assign him two handlers, one from the NSA and one from the CIA, to be his handler while they go on crazy missions where he uses a supercomputer to, like, solve, you know, spy missions and shit, you know. Okay. And it gets deep. It's basically like a comedy, but even though he's like a super spy in the daytime, he still has to maintain his cover as this geek squad agent in in, in, in Best Buy. So it's kind of like, you know, he's slash Best Buy, secret identity slash super spy. Like a funny comedy type show, you know. Okay, so so how do you feel about him being Shazam? At first I was – here's the thing about him. Now, I think him, Zachary Levi Chuck, I think he is an awesome actor. And honestly, I'm shocked that that Chuck ended in 2012. I thought when the show ended, like, okay, well, he's going to move to the movies. I mean, it's like the natural progression for somebody of his talent to just go there. So I'm saying he's going to go there, but it it never happened. He just kind of like got bit rolls here and bit rolls there, and that's pretty much it. You know, he didn't he didn't transition like I, I thought he would. So when he got announced as Shazam, I was like, no, don't do that. He's not Shazam, especially when it, especially when they announced that he's going to be Shazam, like like the actual guy, not the little boy, the guy. Yeah. He doesn't fit. He's too small. But let's take the let's take the physicality out of the situation. Let's take the the size out of it. And just act, and just acting ability. And how would he be as the role? In the role of Shazam, his acting ability, he nails it. Like when I think of how Shazam is supposed to act, that's him. He can he can kill that role, like acting wise and personality wise. Because basically, I picture Shazam as being like this, you know, this grown man child that's surprised that he's in the body of a man, but he's really a boy. That's basically what he was doing in Chuck. Okay. Basically, like that. He's just a big man child. Okay. Yeah. So now they're saying he's in the gym and they're saying he's getting gains and, you know, he's going to be swollen as fuck by next year and he's going to be Shazam. We'll see. We'll see. Because, like I said, as I was saying before, the dude is skinny as hell. When he was on Chuck, he was skinny as hell. It's basically like saying, oh, guess who's playing Luke Cage? Urkel. You know, it's it's basically (laughs) that. Yeah, I heard he grew up to be a fucking quite the GQ smooth motherfucker. Yeah, well, see, the thing about Earth is that they wouldn't let him work out for the show because they wanted him to, you know, be there. So when the show ended, yeah, he got swollen as fuck also. <laughs> he was on Instagram also with, like, about, yeah. like, three, like, supermodels around him and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they remember me from my show. Yeah, he's, like, fucking gay porn star hot now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but like I said, like I said, uh, personality wise and acting wise, he nails it. Body wise, he's not there yet. This ain't gonna work out, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Eli. I don't know if they. That's too big of a change. Now I get it. There have been other guys that have, you know, transformed their bodies into being superheroes. Like uh, Chris Evans was not that big as he is now in, in uh, Captain America. Chris Hemsworth, he wasn't that big as he was in Thor. Like if you watch him back in. What's the name of that movie? Uh, what's that cabin? In, I was just gonna say, what's that movie when they was in the cabins in the woods? <laughs> cabins in the woods. Was oh, the name of the movie. yeah, cabin in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that movie. And so when you see him in that movie, he was nowhere near as big as he is now. So yeah, they yeah. went to Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill was not that big. So all these guys transform their body to become superheroes. 
However, the thing is, none of these guys were as skinny as Chuck is now. Yeah. I mean, especially if he made if he was on a show where he was like a nerd. <laughs> he was a nerd. Like he looked like he looked like somebody I could beat up, you know. <laughs> And that's supposed to be the guy that's supposed to go toe to toe with Superman and Black Adam, who's supposed to be the Rock. So you supposed to go fight the Rock, really? <laughs> we'll see how that goes. So I, I I can't picture that, you know. But like I said, acting ability, he he's that guy. I want to see him grow. Uh, another guy that seemed to like got big as fuck, like Will Smith. Will Smith was skinny as fuck on Fresh Prince, and all of a sudden he like all doing all kind of shirtless roles and shit like that. So if if they can transform Zachary Eli into that. Okay, I can see him being Shazam. Now, I will say this. I will say this. I, I was listening to John Campion's show like a couple of days ago, and John Campion uh, said he saw Zachary Eli at Comic-Con. Now, he didn't know anything about him being Cash Shazam or anything like that, but when he saw Zachary Eli, he said, damn, Zachary Eli looked like he was big as fuck. Did you like, just say Zach- like Zachary Eli? <laughs> oh, shit. Levi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, Eli, biggest part. <laughs> so getting it mixed up. So Zachary Levi was based. He said he would. He like, he like you know how you wear the, the muscle shirts. It's like you wear like a regular T-shirt, but when you see a guy that's like been working out, he kind of like you know you can see through the T-shirt and stuff. Yeah. He yeah. said that's how Zachary Levi was when he saw him. He was like, okay, that's kind of weird because this guy was like skinny as fuck last time I saw him. Now he's so ex- accentuating his pecs. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right, he's, he's supposed to be some nerd, but all of a sudden now he's got pecs busting through the shirt. He's got shit, some you know? abs now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know if John Cash checking the guy out or what. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what he's saying. So he didn't think anything about it at the time. But when he said Zachary Levi was announced as, as Shazam, then he started putting the piece together like, oh, that makes sense. So obviously what he's thinking is that he got the role like months ago. Oh, basically, you know, got to sign the real muscle, and they're just now announcing it. So that's what I'm thinking. But like I said, the movie didn't come out to 2019. He's got another, you know, good year to, you know, put some games on and, you know, get that creatinine going and take some of that whey protein and right. They're gonna pump with steroids. We know. Yeah. (laughs) Eating eating boiled chicken breasts for the next two years. (laughs) Right. So that's going to be weird as fuck to see him, see Chuck as, you know, this, this roided out muscle man. You know, that's going to be like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> but I don't know. I think it's too drastic of a change because I don't see how this is going to happen. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, another guy that had like a huge drastic change was Chris Pratt. You know, yeah. Yeah. And Chris Pratt, like, was fat as fuck on one of them shows, whatever he was on, The Office or Parks and Park, Rec. Whatever, yeah. 30 Rock. I don't know what the fuck he was on. But, you know, you put him in. And basically, Marvel told him he had to lose the weight. You know, he had to lose weight if he wanted to be in the movie. So, lost the weight, got swollen as fuck. Now he's this big sex symbol and stuff like that. Starring in billion dollar franchises, left and right and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it changes. So, yeah. I don't know. That's what happens. So, so yeah, it seems like we got two Captain Marvel movies coming out in 2019. <laughs> yeah, so, we'll see which one wins out. Captain Marvel versus Captain Marvel. So, uh, but see, thing is, Eli, that news had swallowed up the other news that came out that exact same week, and maybe like even the day before Shazam was announced. Yeah. We have a Deathstroke movie coming. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yeah, it, ha- mean, hopefully it happens the way they say it's gonna happen. Hopefully it does. They said Garth Edwards. What? Mm-hmm. What? Did, what did he direct? What's the the Raid and the Raid Redemption? The Raid the, the Raid Seriously? movies? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! I so, thought it was like an Asian guy that did that. 
No, he's got eight. Well, let's get serious. It's the stunt team who do most of the work. Uh, yeah, he, the, the he, 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 yes, I'll give it to him. He frames the, frames those fights well, but it's the stunt team that are doing the fights, you know, because he uses the same guys, you know. Okay, maybe he'll bring these guys over to Deathstroke, and that'd be awesome. Because I think Deathstroke just makes sense, you know, especially with the yeah. the success of Deadpool. Yeah. You know. And Deadpool is just a ripoff of Deathstroke, you know, like Wade Wilson, Slade Wilson, much, same yeah. guy, you know, so they could basically be dead, Deadpool, but played straight, you know. And all the action movies now are just ripping off of the Raid movies. Uh, the Raid right. movies are the next evolution in action cinema. That's what I think. I mean, you had like, you know, you had the 80s with the with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stallone and the one guy shooting up everybody that carried the one the, man army. Yeah. yeah. Through till you got to Chow Yun Fat and John Woo. And then after that, everybody was had double fisted pistol of uh, double fisted pistols and shooting up, you know, like Desperado and, you know, the Matrix, you know, then the Matrix came because they were borrowed from Hong Kong. And then they've, you know, ev- you know, evolved action films to, to that style. And now we yeah. have the raid, which is, you know, you watch, yeah, you're watching Deadpool, you watch John Wick, you know. Those, yep, he had, the, yeah, yeah, like I think the, John Wick, yeah, they said that the, like the first movie, like those guys were stuntmen, you know. Yeah, and and, and then decided to make a movie. So. The hallway scenes and like Daredevil, those fight scenes, you can totally tell the the raid influence on on you know, it's it's getting yeah, it, it, like I said, the raid movies are the are the the new. Step the 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 new the the new uh 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 not ladder I'm tripping on my words now but the <laughs> the next step in the evolution of action and uh, so it, yeah I mean a Deathstroke movie made by the guys who did the raid that's that damn I'm there <laughs> you know it, it makes sense because like I said they've been hyping him up as you know I think they say he was going to be the villain in like the Batman movie. But they don't know what the hell's going on with the Batman movie. Like they said, they said uh, Matt Reeves pretty much threw out the script and just redoing it from the beginning. So obviously he's not going to be in that movie. So they don't want to. They don't want to go to waste. Like they got yeah. a guy. So like, yeah. Just give well, a looks movie. pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I mean, if it done right, they can, first off, it's got to be rated R. Uh, yeah. Don't yeah. give me PG thirteen. Don't don't do this PG thirteen bullshit. And I don't know if Warner Brothers. I hope Warner Brothers didn't follow the same. Well, they shouldn't because, like I said, Watchmen was rated R. Yeah. So hopefully they shouldn't be stuck in this this Disney, you know, MCU thing where, oh, no, we can't do rated R movies. Everything got to be cute and cuddly and raccoons and shit like that. Yeah, they they got, don't have to follow that mold. They, they got an R-rated BVS cut for some reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they want to show Ben Affleck's ass in it. You yeah, know. and they want to say <laughs> they want to say fuck or something. Fuck Martha, right. the, fuck Martha and the pussy or whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so they have precedent for this, so they can do this. So. <laughs> Oh man! Well, hopefully DC will get this shit together because I, I think they're out with the old regime coming to new regimes. So we'll see where they go from there. But yeah, Deathstroke's gonna be awesome, hopefully. And I guess we can move from the movies to the Netflix section. And Eli, I didn't watch any Netflix this week, but uh, obviously you did. Yeah, uh, I'm on the Stranger Things train, yo. Uh, was a big fan of the first one and the second season. Me and my kid, we watched it in a couple days and. It was cool. Of course, there's that sadness that it's over, you know. After. Oh yeah, the the, the binge withdrawal, that yeah, withdrawal like, scene. Yeah, I mean, it's like, damn. I sat here for two days and I looked around me. And there's all bags of chips and candy wrappers and like, 
It's like a slumber <laughs> party. Hunt. Yeah. What am I? What am I gonna do with my life now? <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I yeah, I I watched the new season, the entire season. Um, I I guess I'll go into a semi spoiler review. I won't give away too much for those who haven't seen it yet. I won't be that guy. I'll just give. I'll just basically give basic premises. I won't give any, too much away. But, um, so yeah, Stranger Things 2, it picks up a year later after the events of season one. The kids are back together, they're doing their nerdy things again, hanging out the arcade, the AV club, and all that cool nerdy shit that nerds used to do back in the 80s. Um, And everyone's basically trying to move on with their lives and pretend like everything's fine. You know, Will, you know, the guy, the kid who went missing last season, he's back, he's in school, hanging with the crew again, but he's still suffering from trauma over what happened. He's having nightmares and flashback, flashbacks. Um, Eleven, she's back. Um, spoilers, she has been living in a hideout that uh, Sheriff Jim Hopper has set up for her in the woods so no one can find her. He's very protective of her. Uh, he knows the government is after her, but also has to keep – and he also has to keep quiet about what, what has happened at the Hawkins Laboratory. You know, and all the things that they've been doing with the whole experimenting on children and opening doorways to other dimensions and all that shit. So he has to, like, keep quiet. Um, in fact, everybody has to keep quiet about it. Everyone who was involved with that, what happened the first season, they, 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 they can't say anything. Um, Will and his family, they all signed confidentiality agreements. They can't talk about any of that shit. And, they have to, and they have, they, all the characters have to basically pretend that everything's okay. But, of course, things are not. Um, and that's kind of the main theme running around this season is uh, confronting the past and healing old wounds. Um, all the characters are basically trying to hide from the past and not deal with what has happened. And um, and Will ends up getting exposed to the Upside Down once again. This time a – what's up? Hello? Yeah, you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> – Um, this time a bigger creature, I think it was called the shadow monster. It sort of possesses his body and begins to like act as a conduit between this world and the upside down. And that pretty much sets off this season, the story arc for the season. Um, we have more character development with everyone, particularly, uh, 11. Um, we get to see her past through flashbacks and her mother. Um, and we even get to find out spoilers that there are other children like her. Remember, she is number 11, so that there's more. So there's this, there's an X-Men kind of vibe going on. Um, okay, and they're being experimented on and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but still, the season is basically, the overall theme is overcoming trauma. And uh, one of the ways you do that is by accepting who you are and being honest with each other, as well as yourself. Um, everyone has Everyone in this season is trying to pretend like everything's fine. Uh, they're not allowed to talk about what happened. Um, and that doesn't help you get over pain. You know, one of the ways well, part of dealing with emotional baggage is, is talking about it. It helps you come to terms with it. And it's hard to get over that past pain if you're not honest with yourself. Um, so throughout the season, all the characters sort of accept who they are. They accept that they are outcasts and rebels and embrace their, their quirkiness. They sort of stop pre- pretending to be people they aren't. Um, they stop lying to each other and ultimately lying in, in, in themselves. They stop lying to themselves as well, you know, because 
and friends don't lie. They end up, that's one of the, their mottos. Um, just like in the Goonies, they said, Goonies never say die. Sort of became a, that was like a rally cry for all the geeks and nerds in the 80s. Um, right. Uh, and you kind of, and that's kind of what happened. The fact that they are, every, all these characters experienced the same fucked up shit that has brought them closer together, you know, because of it. Um, there's this big theme of friendship that they all come together and face these monsters. They realize that they are all connected and, and they, and they unify to take on this common threat. And just like in, the, you know, the Stephen King's It movie, I think that idea sort of resonates with people these days as these characters come together to face these strange and scary things. It's an idea we can all relate to, you know, enough of this division and let's, let's, it's all about unity. So I think that's why people are so into these kind of stories right now. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, you know, four out of five, you know, for the season. So and there's a lot of Easter eggs too. I mean, if you're, if you if you're in especially if you grew up in the 80s you get mm -hmm. a kick out of you know the he-man toys the ghostbusters <laughs> speaking yeah. of halloween yeah because i think i saw a picture of them dressing up as ghostbusters yeah so. there's a really you know and especially <laughs> what we were talking about earlier as far as the do's and don'ts of halloween um, oh <laughs> I, yeah i heard something about that yeah there's a there's a scene it's a really funny scene where they, they all dressed up as ghostbusters and um lucas the the black kid he's the one black kid in the group and they're yeah. all trying to be uh, – a couple of them are like arguing over who is going to be uh, uh, Venkman or whatever. And they're like, what are you doing? I was supposed to be Venkman. He's like, no, I'm Venkman. And <laughs> like, you were supposed to be Winston. And the black kid's like, why do I got to be Winston? <laughs> Just because he's black? No, because he's cool. He's like, he's not cool. He's not even a scientist. <laughs> he's like <laughs> – And there's some well, really – One of these days we're going to have a conversation about Winston because I have some thoughts about that. But we <laughs> Yeah. We're not going to do it today. Yeah, there's some really funny scenes between Lucas, the, the black kid, and his little sister's always giving him shit and making fun of him for being a nerd. And he's uh, like, she's like got her Barbies and she's got his key man toys and they're making them, make, she's making them make out. And it's <laughs> yeah, there's some really cool scenes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, this is a blast to watch. I mean, it, for me, it's nostalgia. It's, you know, Growing up, movies like The Goonies, Explorers, you know, it's 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 right up that alley, you know. So awesome. Okay. So yeah, like I said, it sounds like it. Do now. Let me ask you this: Do I have to watch season one to kind of understand what's going on? Uh yeah. Season one is is cool. It's fun. It's yeah. I mean, if you haven't watched it, I would yeah start with season one because it's it it is a a fun story. Um, and part of the story is not knowing, and you have to sort of understand what's going on in that town, what the laboratory is doing, and the you know the interdimensional stuff. You know, it's not too deep, you know, because you know if you're a comic book fan, it's not hard to follow. But it's still there's there is a mythology to this world now um, that carries over, and it expands in season two. So awesome. Okay. Definitely check that out. Okay. So, like I said, you got a chance to check out uh, uh, Stranger Things Season 2. I didn't get a chance to check that out, but I did check out a couple shows on the CW. Just going to just breathe through them. I'm not going to go into whole detail of them. Just hit some high points. Uh, Supergirl, she and Martian Manhunter went to Mars. They fought the White Martians. They beat the White Martians, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. But here's the interesting thing about that one. 
uh, Martian Manhunter's dad on the show was actually played by the same voice actor of Martian Manhunter on Just League Unlimited. Oh, really? So, thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought his Even whole family though, was dead. I thought there's no more Martians on well, know. you know how it is. It's like yeah. Superman, the dead Kryptonian. They, Kryptonian keeps popping up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing with Martian <laughs> Manhunter. Oh, I thought you were dead. No, I'm alive. Yeah. Okay. So he's the last Martian, other than him and his dad, who he thought was dead. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny that he said that his dad, even though him and that actor, they show both of them look together, they look like they're five minutes <laughs> apart from each other in age. So, yeah. Dad. You were like, okay, that's, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, those whatever. shows are those shows are always like doing Easter egg nods to like past. Like they got uh, Supergirl from the. Uh, the, the actress from the old movie is playing her mom. Yeah, and Dean, she's, still, she's still Dean, hot too. Yeah, Dean Kane is on there. Dean Kane is on there. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, so yeah, they are. But that's the thing with super Superman actors; they always find a role. For instance, okay, remember Jimmy Olsen from Superman seventy eight? Yeah, he's in the Justice League trailer. Really? Yeah, the, the movie. He, he, the movie, yes. <laughs> Uh, he's playing the uh, they just show he's like a little cameo robo, you know, when Cyborg protects the security guard from a tank or some shit or whatever. Uh, OK, that's what, that was the security guard he protected from. Oh, no, oh, no shit. Or the police officer, whatever, like that little Easter egg, whatever, like that. But yeah, the or the baby from Superman 78, the baby oh. has actually been <laughs> has been in every Superman movie. Oh, really? Including Man of Steel. Damn. Yeah, he played like a soldier, some shit like that. But yeah, that's how these uh Superman roles always look like that. But neither here nor there. Uh, another thing I want to talk about CW, uh, the Arrow, the uh, Arrow. Uh, now John Diggle is Arrow. See, now we have a black green Arrow now, or black Arrow, or green black Arrow, whatever. Okay, that's him. But the thing is, on this show, they're showing in order for him to keep up to being the Arrow, he has to, you know, take some kind of experimental drug in order to, to you know, to to shoot up and and stay in shape so he can keep being an arrow and what i'm thinking is that this might allude to the comic book storyline uh remember when speedy was taking heroin oh that's old some old ass shit that's some old shit like some 70s shit like that i'm thinking they may allude to that like oh yeah your your warty your sidekick is on drugs something like this so i'm thinking they might they may take that route or tell that story we'll, we'll see how it goes from there you know uh other than that the typical same, same WCD, CW bullshit you expect. Flash runs fast, and blah, 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 whatever. Um, moving past that, I guess we can talk about the video game section now. And Eli, I got some numbers. I got numbers this time. Yep. I have numbers right here because apparently I have the numbers from uh, the ending month of September, the top 10 games of that month. And I just run through them just really, really quick just to kind of give you a glimpse of where the industry is moving right now. So the number one game of last month was Destiny 2, where everybody thought it was. But here's the kicker. In that one month, Destiny 2 is already the best-selling game this year. Hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. Number two is NBA 2K18. Who would have who guessed? Uh, number three, Madden NFL 18. Who would have guessed that? Number four, FIFA 18. It's funny, like, everybody hates these sports games, but they always the games that sell, you know. Uh <laughs> Number five, Mario and Rabbids Kingdoms Battle. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know. Uh, number six is Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I don't know how that game is up that high. Now, number seven is weird. Number seven is Grand Theft Auto V. Still, huh? That game came out like 
2013. That's, that's a lot, yeah. And, and it's still in the top ten. And it's fierce. It's hard to find too. <laughs> and it's the same price. <laughs> no, it hasn't sh- dropped down in price at all. Like how the fuck? Uh, number eight, we have NHL 18 still hanging in there. Number nine, Legend of Zelda: Breath of Breath of the Wind, Breath of the Fire, whatever that shit. And uh, number ten, Tom Clancy: Rainbow Six Siege. So, like I said, the top ten games. Just wanted to run those down real quick for you, just to kind of see where they're going. Other games that came out this weekend, you got Wolfenstein 2 came out, Mario Odyssey. If you got a Nintendo, was switching like that. And what's the third one? What's the third one? Can't remember the third one. Oh, Assassin's Creed Origin. That's the one. Uh, I don't play those games. The Assassin's Creed games are kind of boring, with like that. But if you like it, hey, whatever. Yeah. I hear this is pretty good. I tried. I tried to play an Assassin's Creed game, and I couldn't get into it. the one with the Indians. You know, just you know. And I, I, I yeah, I was bored. <laughs> they had one where you were, who was a slave, I think. Oh really? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't play it either. But I know a lot of people were happy about it or stuff like that. But I don't know. I fall asleep playing those games. I don't know. Yeah. I, I got I mean I never even get past like the tutorial stage. I just fall asleep. Yeah, I just I, yeah, I just don't have the time, man. I you know, I don't have the time for that shit. Hey, if people like them, that's fine. What I don't understand, like people get mad at the uh Call of Duty and the sports games for dropping the same game over and over and over again. Assassin's Creed do the same shit. It's an Assassin's Creed game every year. So I don't know why people get mad at those games too, because they just keep making more and more of them. That's why I pay no attention to them. So anyway. Uh like I said, that was top ten. But I also want to talk about GameStop. GameStop has implemented a new process supposed to come out in November 19. They are having a rental uh, plan that's coming out. So now you can actually rent games from GameStop. So I like, think that's like, pretty cool. Like Blockbuster, or games. is it going to be like Blockbuster, or like or like GameFly? Huh? Is there's some stipulations to it? So it's kind of like both of what you said. It's with stipulations. In order to do this, you have to. It's a subscription fee. The subscription fee, I think they said, is a uh, sixty dollars a year. I think. I think it says six dollars a year. You have to do that, and you have to be a member of that, you know, that GameSpot Rewards, Pro, GameStop Rewards program, whatever like that. And uh, so that's how you get the rentals, and the rentals only work on used games. So can't do new ones, oh, okay. which I kind of figured that. And uh, but that's pretty much how it works. So as long as you pay the subscription fee, you can rent a game, play it, take it back. I'm pretty sure there are more details to it I don't have in front of me right now, but that's how it works from there. And I think it's pretty cool. Honestly, it's some shit they should have did a while ago. And people were already kind of using GameStop as a rental place anyway. They would buy a used game, beat it in a week, and return it. And then GameStop would have no money on it anyway. So this actually, that way they'd get money out of it if they decide to do that. So mm-hmm. makes sense. So... Yeah, other than that, that's pretty much all it for the video game news. We can move on past that. And now we actually move to the section where it actually pays the bills, keep the lights on with the comic book books. We can move to the comic book section. And even though last week, well, I was lazy. <laughs> Eli was doing his job, but I was lazy last week. But this week, we both actually read some books, some pretty entertaining books, and we'll get a chance to talk about them. And I, I think you go first, Eli. Okay. Yeah. All right, sure. So I read Punisher Platoon number two. Okay. Um, written by Garth Ennis uh, and art by Goran Parlov. It's the old school um, Punisher Max run coming back, you know. So uh, for Punisher fans, that's a big deal. Um, and this picks up where number one left off. Uh, basically, you know, the the Arthur who's who wrote that book about Valley Forge, um, about the Vietnam War, and the story of how Frank Castle became the Punisher. 
So he's do, writing this new book, and he's interviewing uh, members of Frank Castle's first platoon, the first tour Frank Castle was in Vietnam. Um, so it's basically a prequel to the Bourne story arc, which was basically about Frank Castle's um, the battle that turned him into the that planted the seed um, in the Punisher, the Valley Forge battle where Frank Castle was the sole survivor of the entire battle, and they said that's what that's where the seed was planted to him eventually becoming the Punisher. So this is about his first tour where he was um, he hadn't even seen combat yet, and he was uh, stationed at this sort of base way out in the jungle that uh, that didn't get a lot of supplies, kind of a forgotten base, you know, that the army sort of just like left on its own. Didn't, it didn't get a lot of rations or supplies. And even the, 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 the general of the, of the base made a deal with the Viet Cong in the area saying, if you don't wander around this area, we, you won't get attacked. So of course, Frank gets there. And the first thing he does is orders an airstrike, which pisses off the Vietnamese army, and especially, particularly this sniper, this woman sniper who's, who uh, takes, basically, you can tell that there's a, a vendetta she's building against Frank Castle. Um, so that's what happens. And um, so in this issue, they're kind of talking about the very first battle that they got into. And it was basically, I believe, the Tet Offensive which was for people who don't know the Vietnam War and the history of the Tet Offensive is when the Vietnamese attacked multiple U.S. bases all across Vietnam. It was like a big, giant um, sort of last hurrah that they that the, the Viet Cong felt was going to win, win them the war. Right. Um, so that's basically Frank Castle's first battle he was in. And it's just them describing, the, the, you know, this, this book is told in flashbacks. They're interview, you know, he's interviewing these ex-soldiers. They're all old men now. And they're kind of recounting what they witnessed. Um, and basically, yeah, it was, they never, he had never seen battle yet. And, it, you know, and, and this is like the, the Tet Offensive where it's like their base is just getting swarmed with hundreds of fucking uh, Viet Cong, and and at one point they 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 break into the perimeter and they have to put band. There's a there's a scene where they're describing uh, uh, where where Frank called out the order, "Ready the bayonets" or whatever, where you got to put your bayonet on the end of your rifle. Is that that is an order you never want to hear <laughs> when you're right. in combat? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so, personal, yeah. right? So and then it just gets into this graphic. It shows the graphic battle of them just like you know bayoneting everybody <laughs> each other, and um and the the fifty caliber gun gets like overrun, and Frank you know runs up to the you know and shoots you know because the Viet Cong attacked the the fifty caliber gun, the, the big giant machine gun, which is usually used for for like aircraft or vehicles. It's like an you don't usually shoot a fifty caliber at a human. <laughs> I right. think I think it's banned. Like I think it, there's like the Geneva Convention actually banned the use of using a fifty caliber on people because right. you just cut them in half. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Frank, of course, you know he sees that you know that the fifty cal being attacked by you know a squad of Viet Cong he goes up there with just like his pistol and shoots them all and then grabs the 50 cal and starts mowing down 
Wow. <laughs> and it, it's, yeah, it's like he's blown off head. Like, I don't go fuck yeah. about a yeah. convention. Yeah. <laughs> so that's basically where it was. It's, um, is this, this number two is describing Frank Castle's first time in combat. So, um, and it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty intense. It's, and again, it's them describing the, these ex soldiers describing what they saw. So you can, there's, you know, the Punisher always had this theme of, of post-traumatic stress and what happens to soldiers. And you see that as each soldier describes their experience of what happened on this battle. So you can tell that it got to them. But of course, then you talk, you, 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 then you talk about the Punisher and what it must have did to him. Cause this is, this isn't what turned him into the Punisher yet. So, right. <laughs> so yeah. So, but he was on his way. Yeah. Yeah. This is the seed that you can tell the evolution. So again, I think Garth Ennis is just totally knows this character up and down, and you're seeing this. Yeah, the evolution of, of Frank Castle coming into the Punisher. So, <laughs> it's, so yeah, four out of five, man. This is a way better than the last. Like, like the 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 first issue was all set up. Right. This one is just. All yeah, action and just them describing, hearing, and he's such a good writer too because they're using like actual military lingo and stuff to describe what's going on, and it's 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 pretty authentic, you know. I mean, I I, I wasn't alive during the Vietnam War, but <laughs> from what I've seen it from movies, it sounds pretty. It, it's legit. pretty rough, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. So yeah, four out of five, man. Punisher Platoon number two. Awesome. Do you know how many? I mean, issues it's going to be is like a I, miniseries. I think it's five or six. It, okay. Yeah. I, I like it when it's like a self-contained five story, six story, when you know where it's going to end, it's progressing or something. Yeah. They're pretty interesting because, you know, it, the story, the artist, artist, the writer gets to tell the story exactly how he wants to tell it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah hopefully that works out from there. So, yeah, uh, I guess I can move on to my story now. I, we have what I'm going to do is Action Comics 990. And this is basically the Oz Effect Part 4. We didn't get a chance to review Part 3. I did read it and get a chance to review it, but I did read Part 2. And I just kind of catch everybody up that's been following what's going on. So basically what happens in this story is that Superman had to leave the Daily Planet, even though the Daily Planet was under attack because the Lombaga or whatever this city is stuck in civil war that he's been dealing with for like the last four issues. They still in civil war. They haven't solved the issues. They're still trying to kill everybody. So Superman goes in there. He see nerve gas on the ground, killing all the innocent people. So he, you know, he forms a tornado, circles the tornado up and sends the nerve gas in space. He's like, okay, I'm tired of this. I'm going to stop this war right now. So he flies through the, uh, the nation capital, grabs the government leader. He flies the, finds the rebel leader and grabs them both in the scare, like, you know, I'm two miles in the air. So I'm like, okay, you guys going to talk this out. I'm tired of this. You're going to talk this out. And they're still arguing the entire time like that. Well, I don't want to deal with him because they're stupid. And I don't want to deal with them because they think they're better than us. We're like, okay, but this is what you're going to do. You're going to build schools in that area. You're going to teach them to be smart and educate them so you can all be on the same level. Like, I don't want to deal with them. Like, why don't you do this for your children? Think about the kids. Don't you love your kids? And while he's talking about their kids, they have a segue to his kid and his kids all of a sudden missing. You know, uh, Lois is looking for little Jonathan, can't find Jonathan. So what she does is that he uh, she alerts 
you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen Superman uh, watch. For those that know the Superman Lord, Jimmy Olsen has a watch that he can alert that will, uh, Superman can hear anywhere on the planet and he will instantly come. No, it's in, everybody's in danger. So she lets the watch go. But Jonathan is with Mr. Oz, who everybody knows Mr. Oz is actually Jorrell. So he's with his granddad right now. And what Jorrell is trying to tell Jonathan is that, yeah, we need to leave Earth, and I found another planet where you can go to and be yourself. And he shows on this planet, and nothing but super people. Everybody's flying, everybody's super fast, everybody's super strong. Everybody's super like, if you go there, you don't have to be behind, behind this Kent, you know, facade. You can actually just be yourself. You can just do whatever you want to do, and you don't have to hide. He was like, yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. And he sees a bunch of kids, you know, he likes stuff like that. He's walking around, it's just a hologram. And he was like, even if you don't believe this stuff is real, we got to leave this planet anyway. What do you mean we got to leave this planet? Yeah, because this planet is about to about to die. Something is coming that even your dad can't handle. Like, no, my dad can handle anything. Like, not this. Okay, well, if my dad can handle what about the Just League? They can't handle neither. Like, what's coming? They've never seen anything like this. So we might we need to get out of here before that thing comes and wipe Freddy out. And it's kind of a – they don't say it, but you can kind of think he may be talking about Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. You know, maybe. We don't know. Uh, but basically said, but the thing is the Superman signal watch, not only the Superman hear the watch, Jarrell hears the watch also. And he said, Oh, we gotta go. So so Superman back in the Labanga La or whatever it is, the the nation, the war twin nation, he's tired of listening to these guys argue with each other like that. He's like, you know what, I'm gonna end this war myself. So he snatches up every single weapon that both of them have. Every, you know, firearm, every bomb, every tank, and he throws it in the pile. And he visited the whole thing. He like, I'm done with this. If you guys are gonna fight each other, kill each other, you're gonna do a rocks and sticks. You're not doing it with this anymore. And he flies off. So lets them fight amongst themselves, whatever like that. So cause he knows that uh he hears the watch. He knew he got to hurt get, get back to Daily Planet, because he told Jimmy, Don't use the watch unless it's an absolute emergency. Otherwise, don't bother me. But when he goes back there, he makes sure to just be on the safe side. I'm gonna scan Metropolis for everything that's going on to make sure I'm not missing anything. And then it turns out that he's uh he runs into another one of Mr. Oz's goons called the Anointed Ones, and they're about to gas Metropolis or some shit like that. So, but he stops them quick and doing it, and they tell him the reason they're doing this because we're doing this in the name of Mr. Oz. And that's when he realizes, he's like, okay, yeah. So obviously, whether Mr. Oz is my dad or not, he's evil. And he's the one behind all these these fucked up actions about everybody killing each other. So, whatever happens, I got to go make sure I stop him. So he flies back to the day of the planet. He sees Lois. He sees Mr. Oz, you know, Jorrell, and he sees little Jonathan. He sees everybody there together, and he was like, uh, Oz, get away from my, get away from my family. He's like, what are you talking about? It's, it's my family too, Kalel. I'm your dad. This is my grandson. That's my daughter-in-law. So that's my family too. Like, no, cause I know you're behind everything, and I'm about to stop you right now. And John, little Jonathan, like, no, dad, you can't do it. You gotta leave him alone. Like, Jonathan, get out the way. I'm about to stop him. So then, Superman throws a punch at Jorrell, and Jonathan catches it. <laughs> he was like, you can't hurt granddad. He's got to tell you everything that's going on. And that's how the book ends. So oh, okay. I, I guess Superman's going to whoop his, his son's ass <laughs> in issue 991. <laughs> Didn't I motherfucking tell you? No. <laughs> Get your kids under control, Superman. Uh, but yeah, overall, I give the issue uh, a 3.5 out of 5. Pretty good. You know, it's building towards something. The Mr. Oz story has been progressing pretty long. I still don't know what they're going to do with this, you know, because it does kind of destroy or at least taint Jor-El's legacy because Jor-El, Jor-El is basically God. 
Jor-El is basically God in, in the Superman mythos, always what he's always been. You know, he sends his only son to save us. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what he's always been. But now I turn him into a supervillain. It's kind of like eh, some things you just kind of just don't do. It's almost like, you know, bringing back Uncle Ben and, you know, making him the next Green Goblin or some shit. Or, you know, like, or making Cap a Nazi. <laughs> or, or that, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes today. But oh, another thing that Mr. Osmond saying, like he's been trying to protect it. So basically, he's the one that he's been helping Superman behind the scenes. Like he kidnapped Doomsday. He killed Metallo. He did some other shit. Oh, he uh, also kidnapped Mr. Mixio Plick. So he did all that shit to like help out Kalel and the family stuff like that. So yeah, pretty cool issue. Definitely, if you haven't been keeping up with it, keep up with it because. Dan Jurgens knows how to write a Superman story, and he he's showing he knows how to write it now. So, so yeah. is it, this is action comics. This Superman? is action comics, right? Okay. Like super, okay. the Superman story have another storyline going on, but this is action comics. So, okay, cool, cool, cool. And in and in no way, shape, or form tied to metal. So, oh yeah. Well, speaking of metal, I have a metal tie-in. Ah, um, I set you up for that one. Yeah, there you go. Bam, I got it. Uh, so this is Flash number thirty-three, um, Bats Out of Hell Part One. Okay. That's what it uh, is called, Dark Knight's Metal tie-in. Um, and this one, it was a, I found a little bit of disappointing. You know, you know, all these tie-ins have been awesome lately. This was the maybe the first one I was like, eh. <laughs> Who was that? Who, that? Was the writer Joshua William, Williamson? It, it was Williamson. Um, but for, for one thing, the co- it's the cover. The cover shows the Flash and the the Red Death on the cover. It looks like they're fighting. Okay. So that's what I thought was going to happen. It was going to be a fight between the Flash and the Red Death. Um, unfortunately, that's not what happens. Um, maybe it will lead up to something, uh, but I don't know. Uh, but basically, this starts out with um, kind of picking up where the events from Dark Knight's Metal 3, where, remember, where Superman goes and tries to find Batman in the Dark Multiverse. Um Basically, the first half of the comic, or the first few pages anyways, is the Flash and Steel escorting Superman to the portal. That, that what is it in called? In the Fortress of Silas, right? Yeah, that uh-huh. fork, that thing that made out of the nth metal or whatever, that thing that they're keeping open so that Batman and Superman can make their way out. So they basically bring Superman to the portal so he can go find Batman in the Dark Multiverse. Right. Um and um, it basically has also basically all the members of the Justice League are out trying to find nth metal and tools to fight what's going on. Um, each each member of the Justice League are going separate are all on their different missions. One I'm really I'd like to I hope they actually make a story is, is Aquaman and Deathstroke are actually uh, teamed up. <laughs> right, go, go on, go ahead and that, right. <laughs> yeah, so that sounds pretty cool. Um, but basically, they bring Superman, throw, throw him through the uh, the portal, and then it closes, and the uh, murder machine and the Devastator show up. Now, murder machine is Cyborg Batman, right? And Devastator is uh, Doomsday Batman, right? So they show up and basically kick kick their ass. Um, they kill Steel, um, and then uh, again, sm- yeah, <laughs> and and then Doomsday or Devastator or whatever smashes the fork or whatever it's called, the, the thing that the portal hole, 
and um, destroys it, to, which closes the doorway. Right. Um, of course, before it closes, the Flash takes off, and um, he sees a, a really desolate part of Central City where it's all destroyed, and then gets sucked into the, like this darkness where he meets the uh, Batman who laughs and informs him that uh, all the Bruce Waynes from all you know all the all these Dark Knights have done this already. They have already destroyed all the other Justice League's uh, members, and each and each one of them are in a bat cave designed specifically for each member. So that's what Bruce Wayne has done in all these other multiverses is right. figured out a way to kill each Justice League member. Uh, so that's kind of where it ends. That's you know. That's about it. Uh, like I said, I was really looking forward to a Flash versus the Red Death story from that's what's on the cover. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's not what happened, especially if you've been reading the Flash lately. He has he has the negative speed force powers, which he's barely he barely knows how to use because they're so powerful. He, he doesn't. Now, how do you he get that? He got it from Reverse Flash, or from Th- yeah, from Thrawn. Yeah. So so yeah, this is like six months ago shit. So I was like hoping. Hey, Flash has these cool new powers. Maybe he's going to use them against uh, the Red Death. And uh, right. but that didn't happen in this issue. So <laughs> next yeah. week, next week is it says it's Justice League versus the Dark Knights and Justice League number thirty-two. So because okay. remember we we have two months before Dark Knights Metal Four. So That's these, right, cause these are tiding us over till then. So. So yeah, I'm hoping, it's not like yeah, it could have been a cool story because, like I said, that, it, it, what you're saying that that's how Dark Knight Three ended. So yeah. obviously, you think it would have been, you know, more impactful than that. Okay, let's see what Flash does with these guys. But yeah, yeah. it sounds like sounds like a filler episode, really. Basically, so yeah, three out of five. It was just okay, you know. So wasn't what I was expecting. I was hoping a little more, you know. It's just filler. That's all it was. You know, see half. Like I said, half of it was super, them getting Superman to the portal. You know, right, which, which we'd which already seen. We sure we already time. seen, and we already right. seen what happens when he goes through it. You know, so right. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't win them all. So, yeah. but that being said, now we can move on to the book of the week, which is also a Dark Knight Metals tie-in, and this is a uh, Batman: The Merciless number yeah. one. Yes. Uh, for those that know, I just catch you up real quick. The Merciless is one of the Dark Knights also, and this is the Wonder Woman version of Dark Knight, even though. It's Batman. He's a male, whatever like that. But we'll get into that in a second. So, basically, what the story is it's based on Earth negative twelve, and they show how Batman is holding, you know, Wonder Woman's body, her lifeless corpse, while he's looking at Ares, and Ares has basically just killed the entire Just League. Batman's the last one left, and Batman, right before you know Wonder Woman, you know, died, she told him that the helmet is the power, the power to his power. You know, like that. You get the helmet, you stop him, and that's it like that. So you kind of get a little heads up of that one. But cutting to Earth Zero, Earth Zero, you know, you got basically there in Langley, Virginia. Where's Langley? Is that the Pentagon, I think? Langley, or is it FBI? It's all FBI, government CIA, shit. CIA. It's the government CIA. city. Yeah. It's the government <laughs> city. I think yeah. it's, it's CIA. But anyway, they're in Langley, Virginia. And basically, it's, it's General Lane. General Lane is, of course, Lois Lane's dad, you know, Sam Lane, General, whatever like that. And he's rounded up like the head of all the D.C. government agencies. You know, he head up the head of Argus, you know, Steve Trevor, Task Force X, Amanda Waller, 
uh, some other folks too, DEO, blah, 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 whatever. Bunch of those guys. They got them all in the room together and they're saying, we got to stop these dark nights running around because they're killing everybody. Uh, especially since that big mountain in Gotham City had showed up and that bat god is in the middle of it. So we got to do something about that. And we have exactly what to do. We have made this nuke that basically has all this kind of weird alien and radioactive and even Kryptonian technology called the Valhalla, which we call, which will kill anybody. 100% effective, no matter who they are, no matter what they are, it will kill them. We're going to drop this on Gotham and just be done with it. That way we can get rid of them. And like, no, we can't do it. You know, Steve Trevor tells them, no, we can't do that. You can't do that, Lane, because you can't kill all these innocent people. we got to trust in the super people and all this stuff like that. And Lane's like, you know, get the fuck out of my face. While they're arguing, all of a sudden, uh, the merciless Batman, you know, God of War Batman just shows up out of nowhere. You know, and of course, then they send a bunch of, you know, soldiers at him. And he kills the soldiers without even thinking about it like that. Then goes to the main war room with everybody else, with Lane and Trevor and Waller and all this stuff like that. And just his presence of being in the room causes them to fight each other. They just start beating the shit out of each other and just fighting just because his presence just bring about aggression on anybody that comes by. And Lane is like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to nuke us. Yeah. You know, not nuke Gotham, nuke us. and get rid of this guy. So he hits the button and uh, Lane, like, no, you, uh, not, not Lane. Trevor says, no, you can't nuke us. How are you going to kill us? You know, you're going to nuke not only us, you're going to kill everybody in the city. And Langley has nothing to do with that. And Waller puts a gun on him. Trevor saying, look, you, if we, we got to end this now because if we don't end this, then that's going to kill everybody else anyway. So we might as well just forfeit our own lives. So they drop the nuke from the from space and it gets rid of the land on the on Langley. But before it lands on Langley, they're waiting for this like huge nuke explosion to kill millions of people. Nothing happens because what happens is that the merciless actually has absorbed all of the energy of the nuke. And what he tells him is that, yeah, the more energy like that you throw at me, the stronger I get. And not only did they see him just sitting in the throne, all of the heads like Waller and Trevor and all stuff like that. They're praying to him. They're kneeling and praying and stuff like that to him the whole time. And then they cut to another flashback back of negative 22, uh, negative 12. Uh, they don't even show how Batman beat Ares. They just see Batman wearing the Ares helmet with Ares head in his hand, just walking around with the sword. That's all they show. And then he uh, talks to himself about, and Diana warned me not to do this, especially when she woke back up because I thought she was dead, but she wasn't. So I had to kill her, too. So it turns out that he. <laughs> Kill Wonder Woman on on negative twelve, and then he looks at Steve Trevor like, yeah, Steve Trevor reminds me of her boyfriend before me, uh, and then he grabs Steve Trevor by the neck, lifts Steve Trevor in the air while everybody else still praying to him, and that's how the book cuts off. So, yeah, yeah did, did I miss anything on that? Or? No, I, the, I, you got it, man. This is okay, Ill. cool. This cool. is yeah. ill. I mean, uh, the, the, that twist at the end where he killed Wonder Woman, I was like, damn. Yeah, like, like Wonder Woman wakes back up, like, oh shit. Man, they don't. I'm still trying to figure out how the hell did Batman kill Ares. They never show it. <laughs> no, well, he, I, I, I figure he just took his helmet. She, he well, you know, helmet. you know what I think. I think what happened because when Wonder Woman was laying on the ground lifeless, she had the sword that the Merciless was using. She had that sword in her hand. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking that's what happened. Batman took that sword to kill Ares. They don't say it, but you can kind of put two and two together. Yeah, but I remember Ares, is, Ares didn't have his helmet on. Like when he's – and then I think and she told him she told him about the helmet. So he, I, I thought he just grabs the helmet and puts it on. And then, then – yeah. I thought he already it, had the helmet on when it, when it happened. No. Well, he puts Wait, it, it – okay. like Bruce puts the helmet on. And then, it, yeah, then it shows later he's got – you know, he's holding Ares' head. 
So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, some some cool shit. So yeah, so Batman as the God of War. That's that's pretty fucking cool because that's one of the storylines of the New Fifty Two where Wonder Woman kills Ares. She becomes the new God of War. So that's what happens there. So. Yeah, honestly, that was that was a pretty awesome episode. And then, and then the thing was, it wasn't even like mainly flashback. It was mostly told in like the real world scenario, like real shit was happening. And it's everything. It was just told like in like little bits of flashback. So I thought it was pretty awesome. I give the book four out of five. That's why I give it that awesome artwork. I mean, the guy that does the right story. I've read a bunch of his stories, and he always makes awesome stories. So yeah, Tomasi. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he's just an awesome writer. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I like that that shit show. Well, like fucking Bruce Wayne's got, he's missing it. He almost looks like Odin, where he's missing an eye yeah, and like shit. Yeah, eye and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But the weird thing is, is that you know he's got like this long ass beard and shit like that. But when he saw him getting, you know, he was looking young. So yeah. obviously he'd been doing this shit for a while. Yeah, like they, yeah, like the Joker said or the Joker Batman said, they've already killed all the other universe, the Justice Leagues from all the other universes. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, just another awesome ass story, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen to Steve Trevor. Of course, he's not gonna kill Steve Trevor, but, you know, you gotta see what happens from there. So, yes, we gotta wait. The next issue we're looking for is gonna be the Devastator, Doomsday Superman, yeah. uh, Doomsday Batman, even though they already hinted at what his storyline is, we get a little bit more yeah. information on it next week, so we'll see yeah. what goes from there. So, so, this is Doomsday with the smarts of Batman, basically. <laughs> exactly. Because what they said, uh, Batman already said that Superman went crazy in his world, so he experimented with the Doomsday virus to give him Doomsday powers to kill Superman. So yeah. that's what he says. So, but at least we get a chance to see it and see how, how all that came about. So sounds like a justice. That just sounds like. <laughs> but still pretty cool. Uh, other than that, Eli, anything else we got to talk about? I think we got it. I think we got it. Cool. Uh, just let you know, to be continued, it seems like we're going to be talking about Kevin Spacey next week. We'll wait for the story to unfold. I won't even mention anything about it. By the time you hear this, you will know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, other than that, nothing. Oh, just one little thing. One more thing I'm talking about. James Gunn telling every to DC and Marvel fanboys to stop the violence. Everybody join hands in peace and harmony and stop arguing stuff like that. And I tell James Gunn, no, never. <laughs> Where's the fun it's in that? It's not gonna happen. Yeah. This, this, this is called competition. That's what we do. Coke and Pepsi, uh, Nintendo and Genesis, Sega and Xbox, Star Trek and Star Wars. That's what we do. We fight. We're fanboys. That's what we do. Now I understand some people take this shit way too far. What it is, but hey, nothing wrong with yeah. friendly competition. You yeah. gotta have friendly competition because yes, DC has been sucking for a while, but yeah. we need DC because if DC wasn't around. Then Mark would have a monopoly and they just kept cranking out these comedies and shit well, like that. Yeah. And no one would be able to stop them. Do yeah. you really want Marvel to turn to the WWE? I don't. <laughs> so. Yeah. And basically, yeah, Marvel movies are cool. Their comics aren't. DC's comics are cool. Their movies aren't. <laughs> right. That's basically all that's going on. And exactly. So, if, so we need yeah. both. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, you know, hopefully that will change soon. You know, I want, I want to read a Marvel comic that doesn't suck. And I want to see a I, D- I do too. Yeah, and I want to see a DC movie that does. <laughs> you know, it's with Wonder Woman. They're 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 starting to. I think they're they're coming out of it. You know, so right. But was it a fluke? Well, oh. we, we shall see in two weeks. We shall see. Right. <laughs> so you know, all I know is yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not a piece of shit because I don't like a certain movie or I like a certain comic book. <laughs> like, right. You know, internet. Just yeah. 
Oh, and, and the thing is, he's saying that we should stop talking, stop trashing BBS because BBS is two years old. What difference does that make? Like, the prequels are like 10 years old. People still shit on those movies. Yeah, like Matrix. Everybody hates the Matrix except me, but they still rag on that shit. You know? Hey, come on. That, that last Matrix movie pretty sucked. I, hey, I love them all. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's just me. I like the Ghost Riders movie too. Yeah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I'm a dumbass piece of shit that everyone says I am on the internet for liking the <laughs> Ghost Rider movies. <laughs> oh, I can't. I, I, I literally couldn't watch that movie, but. Which Ghost Rider? Yeah. Or. <laughs> the second one. I couldn't. I literally could not watch the movie. I couldn't sit through it. I don't know what was it. I couldn't do it. Really? Ghost Rider? Part two? The movie, like, physically made me sick. Really? Wow. Yes. Damn. I'm sorry. I don't know I, what I, it was. I, 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 you know what? I might even like that one better than the first one. I, I literally <laughs> could not sit through this movie. I could. That's the only superhero movie I could not sit through. Damn. The only one. Jonah Hex, Fan Force Stick, Catwoman. I could sit through all those. Ghost Rider 2. <laughs> I literally get sick watching this movie. <laughs> Spirits of Vengeance had Blacklight. Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, the movie made me ill. That's how bad. Oh, man. I was like, yeah. I was like, damn, this is dope. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I can't risk my health to watch this movie, man. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's uh, how I feel about Transformer movies. <laughs> I, barely, I can barely like, get I'm, through any of them. You know? <laughs> like I'm physically getting sick watching yeah. By the third you one, know, I'm like, why do I? Why am I watching these? I don't even like this, and I'm watching another one. Why the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, if you don't like this movie, like after a while, by the sixth or seventh movie, you should know this yeah. isn't your movie. Yeah. People getting pissed off at these Transformer movies make that makes no sense to me. Especially like, Ugh, the fifth was first off. The fifth one was. Just as bad as the other ones. If yeah. anything, it like wasn't quite as bad. Women weren't quite as sexual in that movie. Race stereotypes weren't quite as overt in that one, sort of, kind of. So I, that's one thing. Like, if if you've gotten to this point, you should know what you're getting. No reason to complain. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So we'll get to that point. Uh, other than that, like I said, we got nothing to talk about. If you listen to it this long, you've been hanging this on. Definitely listen to the other. Uh, Outright Geek Repos we have for guys going on. We also have This Geeks and Comics, which is coming on. That's with Ryan, a.k.a. David. We have Instrumental Destruction, also with Ryan. Uh, we also have Get Valiant. They haven't been on in a while, but I'm pretty sure they're going to crack out some more podcasts later on. And we also have Hoodoo TV, which they also love Valiant for some reason. Uh, <laughs> Comic Cast and Geeks Have. Just listen to Geeks Have, because I know you, you go. guys are going to go ape shit for Halloween. Yeah I, yeah, I got to figure out a time before Halloween gotcha. to do this shit. Yeah, I got some homework gotcha. to do. I'm sorry, <laughs> we sucked at the Halloween special on this podcast, but don't worry, Eli will make up for it on his. So. <laughs> yeah. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we will talk to you guys later.
Ha, 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 ha. 